This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. This episode is brought to you by Real Life Writer. Check the link in the description for stories with free video captions for only 99 cents. Real Life Writer. Every written word feels real. Welcome to my friend's Erotic Stories podcast, Reddit's Best Erotica, where we listen to the best erotica from our friends online. Relax as you spice up your day-to-day lives with a little bit of naughtiness. Feast your eyes to the inspiration of this story, Peta Jensen. Check her Instagram linked below. Please enjoy a very hot episode of Your Friend's Erotic Stories. The next story is posted by author, Groom Leader. From our slash erotica, the title of this post is, The Good Doctor. Sit back and enjoy the story. Dr. Robert Burwell looked at the chart of his newest patient. Her name was Chelsea Garrison. She was 25 and was in for her first OB-GYN checkup, having just moved here two months ago. He smiled as he walked towards his examining rooms and tapped gently on the door. A soft voice called out, Come in. He walked in, giving her his best friendly doctor smile, and said, Welcome Ms. Garrison, or would you prefer if I use your first name? She gave back a small smile. She never liked the ob exams, but she knew it was part of the deal for a woman. She had to make sure all the internal plumbing was in order. Please call me Chelsea. Okay Chelsea, let me check out your chart. He pretended to bury himself in her chart, but he was secretly checking her out. The thin examination gown clung to her body. Um, um, nice shape, wonderful tits, nice curvy hips. Oh yeah, this one was going to get his special exam. Okay Chelsea, lay back and we'll start with a breast exam. Okay. Chelsea lay back and tried not to notice the front of her gown being opened, her 36D chest rising up. She lifted her arms above her head, acutely aware of how well displayed her breasts were. Dr. Robert started a line of chatter going, as he said, it's really nice weather we're having for this time of the year. He started to use a firm, smooth touch with the first few finger pads of his hand, keeping the fingers flat and together. Using a circular motion, about the size of a quarter, his fingers pressed against her left breast, carefully circling around her outside, drawing the fingers into a tighter circle, continuing to talk. I love September, we can still get warm days, and the contrast of the cool, crisp nights as autumn begins. He kept his face carefully neutral. He loved to feel up the tits. Ever since he was 18 and his 20-year-old big sister had let him grope her big dairies as an 18th birthday present. The leaves turned 10 different colors. I love walking through the woods as the leaves fall. He was very thorough, and when his fingers glided over her nipple, he felt the hard bump. He smiled inwardly. So many women get turned on. They won't admit it, but it was warm enough in the office. To not blame her stiff nipples on the air conditioning. He repeated the exam on her right breast, and that nipple was just as hard and excited as her left nipple. He stood up straight and said, You know what's next Chelsea? Are you ready? She pressed her lips together and nodded, her face scrunched down into a determined look. He said, Not to worry Chelsea, I have a very gentle touch. Relax, you'll barely notice it. He pulled on the latex glove and placed her feet in the stirrups, spreading her legs wide open. He lifted up the gown and felt a surge of lust. She was waxed bare and smooth, and she saw her turn her head away. 
He smiled, and as his hands left her line of sight he slipped off the latex glove and slipped it into the pocket of his lab coat. His bare fingers slid into her, probing, feeling the inside of her tight little pussy. Oh yeah, he could feel his cock take notice. He felt her juices surrounding his fingers. He saw her face get red from embarrassment at getting a sexual response in such a situation. He felt around for any bumps or irregularities, and from what his fingers told him. Her pussy was in perfect health. He picked up the speculum, lubed it up, and parting her labia, he slowly slid it in and got a sample for the pap smear. When her pulled out the speculum and told her that she was done, and in perfect health, he could see her breathe a sigh of relief. He left the room and took the smear to the lab. When he returned, she was dressed, and in his office, she told him the main purpose of her visit. Dr. Burwell, my husband and I want a baby. We just can't conceive. Three years, and nothing. If I'm healthy, is it my husband? Maybe his sperm count is too low. That could be, Chelsea. If that is the case, we can go with an IVF procedure and see if that can get you pregnant. Of course, if his sperm count is too low, we would have to use sperm from a donor. I'm ready for it if that is the case. My husband is visiting his doctor today, and we'll find out. Then I can let you know. Excellent. We can do the procedure right here. No having to go to a big, impersonal center. He saw her eyes light up and was thinking that this could turn out very nicely. After he had escorted her out of his office, he returned, locked the door, stepped into his private bathroom, and let his eight inches cock free. He ran it back in her mind, medically groping her tits, and sliding his bare fingers into her pussy. Standing in front of his sink, he started to stroke his eager cock. He could smell her juices on his fingers. Oh yeah, very nice. His cock was rock hard, and he could feel his cum heating up. The things he could do to her under the guise of IVF. Yes, oh fuck, yes. And his cock erupted, his stroking fingers brought out great gouts of cum. Splattering into the sink, his hand bringing out a flood of cum. After he had milked himself, he turned on the tap and washed away the cum. Easy cleanup, no trace of masturbation fun. He was hoping that it would be her husband's sperm count that was the problem. A few days later, he got the good news. Chelsea's husband was indeed suffering from a very low sperm count. He set up an appointment to have them come in, and he would present a list of sperm donors, their qualities, so they could select the one they thought would produce the best offspring. He was also careful to edit the list so that all the donors on the list had the same type of positive blood that he had. At the appointment, he presented them with his carefully crafted list of men with the best qualities, and they made their choice. He cautioned them that although their choice had the attributes they were looking for, it did not mean that their child would turn out to be a genius, or a star athlete, or a world leader. He was able to use his knowledge of genetics to tell them that Chelsea's genetic makeup would have a large influence on the egg, the role of dominant over recessive traits, and damp down their expectations a bit. With them being unaware of the IVF procedure, it was easy to tell her husband that the procedure would have to be done in private, in his office, with just Chelsea and himself in the room. The date was set, and as much as he would have liked to stroke the meat, he resisted. He prepared his decoys, little Petri dishes that had a cloudy substance that would pass as the sperm sample. Chelsea was going to get her sperm sample from something other than a Petri dish. Chelsea arrived, her face determined, and she was escorted into the examination room. When she had slipped on the gown, he made sure the door was locked, and he started an IV going. He gave her a pill which she dutifully swallowed, explaining it as a mild tranquilizer. It was actually Rohypnol, 
a powerful tranquilizer about ten times more potent than Valium. It would render her incapable of resisting. She would be lying on the table in a quasi-conscious state, able to observe events but completely unable to move. Afterward, her memory would be impaired and she would not be able to recall any of what happened. It was still being sold in Europe and Latin America as a sleeping pill, but it was illegal in the United States. Thanks to certain connections, the doctor had a steady supply of what he needed. He started another line of chatter going, his voice low, and he could see her body start to relax. His practiced eye noted when she slipped under the effects, and he put her legs in the stirrups and adjusted them so she was fully spread open. Oh yeah, her pussy looked so perfect, totally bare and smooth. He opened the gown, the sight of her nudity, her legs up high, really got his cock going. He stripped, letting his rapidly growing penis out for air, and he took a tube of surgical gel and slipped a large glob over her pussy and dabbed a bit on the head of his cock. He quickly inserted himself between the spread of her legs and nudged against her. He penetrated and grunted as he felt the tightness of her walls grip at his cock as he pushed in, not stopping until all eight inches were stuffed up her pussy. He drew back, grabbed her legs behind the knees, and as he surged in with his second thrust, she pushed her knees up until they were against her tits. He was as deep as he could go, letting out a loud grunt as he bottomed out, relishing the feel of her tight snatch as he started to ride her sexy body. As he fucked her, he could see her eyes were open. This was better than knocking her right out. The good doctor was spreading his seed far and wide. He already had fathered over 300 children by fucking his IVF patients. When the results were a husband who had a low sperm count, the ones who had unknowingly bore his progeny, back in the early days, had been sedated to the point of unconsciousness. Then he'd fucked them hard while they were out. When Rohypnol came along, it was way better. The patient was quasi-conscious. He liked that they were not completely out and would not recall a thing. He had fathered at least 100 using Rohypnol by the time Chelsea came along. They would get as many hot fucks as was needed under the guise of that batch didn't take until he had spermed their egg. The last patient on who he had performed his special IVF treatment was just three months ago. He grinned as he recalled her, a 28-year-old big-titted blonde hottie named Lisa Mathers, who had needed six fucking sessions before it took. Um, he recalled what it was like as he drove in and out of Chelsea's fuck hole. She was a natural blonde, and he relished the sight of his prick spreading open her golden-haired pussy. While he had been fucking Lisa, he enjoyed the view of her big milk jugs. Her baby was gonna get one hell of a big tit fixation from sucking on his hot mom's memories. Chelsea was dreaming, she was in bed and her husband was fucking her. Um it felt so good, and she let out soft moans and purrs of pleasure as his heart. Eager cock tested the liquid depths of her pussy. She wanted a baby. Oh yeah she thought, sperm my egg's baby. The dream was a strange mix. She saw the good doctor's face as he fucked her. Her mind was playing tricks with her. In that weird state, her mind switching between her husband fucking her and her doctor fucking her. Regardless, her pussy was getting warm and excited and she let herself surrender to the pleasure. Robert felt the acceptance, heard her soft cries of pleasure. Oh yeah, she's into it and she won't remember a thing. Except what I tell her. I hope she isn't yet fertile. I want to do her tight pussy more than once. He grunted as he felt his cock swell up tight. Being pent up for a week quickly brought on his orgasm. He let out a growl of satisfaction as he felt his cock erupt, thick ribbons shooting out, gouts of sperm-laden come drenching her cervix. Oh fuck his ears were ringing from the rush. He let the tight walls milk his cock. Um, um she was a really sweet piece. Once his cock was fully milked, he pulled out, 
carefully cleaning around the entrance to remove any trace of his cum. He positioned her body to aid the movement of his sperm into her womb, giving his guys the best chance to hit the target. Chelsea was still in that quasi-conscious state. Um, she had been fucked so well. Maybe this was the one that would start it going. A curious feeling. Her husband's face flicking back and forth. She imagined seeing her good doctor's face as she was fucked. After a while, Dr. Robert lowered her hips back down. Using his speculum, he inspected her inside, noting with satisfaction his sperm splattered against her cervix. If there was an egg in the tubes, she may be getting knocked up right now. Although he hoped that she would not take on the first go, he would have loved to get his prick back into her tight, sweet hole, and do her as many times as was needed. It made him crazy with lust to know that he was knocking up his patients and if they got a genius child from his sperm. Hey, who's to know? He took some surgical sponges and used them to soak up the excess sperm that he had unloaded into her. Checking her out, yes, her cervix was nicely mopped, so she wouldn't be leaking out when she went home. He grinned, being an OB Gindok was a great career choice. That was one hot story from our friend. Make sure to subscribe and check the links down below to be notified for daily episodes that would make your day a few times spicier as we listen to our friend's erotic stories.